Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 262. Is there something racist? My name is Josh Canal. To my left, all the way from brand new fatherhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. Dave Lawson. That's right. Okay, yay. <coughs> no, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. yeah, you're it's good. good. It's good. No, I've heard of it. This is, everyone says, oh, you know, they just cry and they, and they poo and they sleep. And, but but no, if you but, put them in another room... Can't even hear him. Right. Can't even. Can't even hear him. Easy. Like, no, but I've heard. It gets apparently for the first two weeks. You hear all sorts of stories. Everyone's got advice, and but I don't know. People have been doing it for thousands of years. So, but you, you are brand new father. Mm. Like, it's, like I'm someone's dad. Yeah. You're totally someone's dad. You have <laughs> to. You have to be some kind of responsible now. I think so. And dad. Dad jokes. I, I can do dad jokes you can, now. You can do. You that, can do dad jokes. It's opened up a whole world of stuff. Just, just quickly to to to, to my right here, mm. Dave. Uh, you might not recognise him. Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. You haven't fathered any children in the in the time that we've been away. Uh, no, not uh, just in that time. Of course, uh, uh, genetically, your child would be predisposed to uh, to uh, uh, quite a bit of uptightness, I guess. Uh, you know, if if he's uh, following in your footsteps, you know, just freaking high maintenance yeah, yeah, yeah. city. Is, is. Can yeah. you? Re- that's uh, Brett and I were talking about this after the last time you were on, Dave. Can you just relax a little bit? Am I a bit too uptight? You are so stressed. Really? You are just. I know. I know. Like I, I am. I am a little. <laughs> no, but I can't tell you what. You know, we're, we're lying. We're, we're entirely <laughs> yeah. lying. It's the, that's the first time you've been stressed the whole time. No, we're sure. lying about you being. This stressed, stressed me out today. I'm not sure if I, I can bring this up. This is not box it's cutter stuff. But I just remembered this. It made me feel sick earlier today, and it just made me feel sick then. I went, went and parked my car. I was in a, I was meeting some people and I was running late, so I thought I'll park, or I'll treat myself to one of those underground car parks. Yeah. I thought what well, must it's gonna I'm gonna be here for three hours, probably gonna be ten bucks an hour. Yeah. So, so you're looking at thirty bucks tops. Thirty bucks. I thought, all right, I'll wear that. I'm ready for that. That's that's a bit of cash to spend on parking. Um, this is it was on Queensbridge Street in Melbourne. Uh, now I stayed in this car park for two hours and thirty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now in, this is down in the casino. Down in the casino. Uh, including processing fee that came to seventy four dollars and forty six cents. No, freaking hell! I'm still sick about it. it. Makes me feel sick. That's. Uh, I thought about all what all the nappies I could have bought with that. I think I just, you're just you're lucky you weren't wearing any jewellery. They would have taken that. They would have taken that as well. Stand and deliver. Do you think that doesn't seem right? I've got to make a call tomorrow because I called them up because I got home and was still feeling ill, and I called them up and um, that doesn't seem right, does no, it? No, that's wrong. That can't be right. That's wrong. I think how long you could have. Parked right in the middle of Spencer Street, and I'm not going to find that big. <laughs> I know that's what I thought. I could have just parked straight, at, you know, where I wanted to park, and and cop the fine and the towing, and or maybe even just bought a new car. Have you paid too much for parking? Give us a call right now. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry to bring I thought, up. Yeah, I was. We're not doing a breakfast show. Have we're not. You <laughs> got what you paid <laughs> for is, this is. week on Box Cutters. Firstly, great to be back. Thank you very much. Secondly, you know who else is is coming back just for this show, just for a little bit. Oh, Nelly Thomas. Nelly Thomas coming back. Talk about Survivor. Lots you of, asked for it. She said she'd do it. Uh, people, That's a contract. People love, love Nelly, don't they? <laughs> they she, do. They do. They miss her. They miss, they miss her, her extraordinarily. And no one can take her place, can they? No. And um, she's back. And she's back. And so I'll just sit quietly in the corner, probably. So, well, it's not her place Dave, to take. It's, uh, it's important. We have different that you people. Learn you. All the time. You know, you're, you've got your own responsibilities now. Mm. Don't worry about her. Okay. Don't let her bully you around when she comes in. All right, okay. Throwing around her uh, airs and graces. I'm, I'm sure her fans won't come up in the street to you and, and <laughs> start abusing you randomly. Why did you get rid of Nelly? 
like they do to me. All right, well, I'll just, you I'll did just enjoy this to it. Me. Yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy uh, also, uh, so she's going to talk about Survivor. Then uh, we're going to talk about uh, the royal wedding coverage. We're, we're going to talk a little bit about the Logies. Uh, we've got a, a new segment that's going to start next week, uh, which is early cancellations. So, so what we're doing with, with box cutters this year is we're doing it more like in seasons than... Yes. Uh, we probably should this have mentioned this at the start of the year. new fall season. Uh, so this, yeah, this is the new fall season. It, it uh, did seem to be a long break, didn't it? It did. It did feel like a very long break, which was great. How long and was it? Cause we, it was uh, only four weeks. I guess, yeah, plus, though, the pre-record. So we were out of the studio yeah. for five. But there was a lot of... Last last season was a lot of work. It was, it was a lot. So anyway, yeah. so, so for, for the next, like, eight or nine weeks... However long this season lasts, I think it's a nine-week season. Uh, we're going to be looking at shows that were cancelled early. I've been involved in two of those. Two two shows that were cancelled. Well, so we'll, cancelled, we'll talk about. Yeah. So we're just going to do a little uh, little intro later on in this show, and uh, and then get to a show itself in full next uh, next week. So you went at, at the thing last night. You didn't you didn't score a num. Which one at the uh, at the, at the, at the TV Week Logie Awards? Yeah. Uh, no, I've only been once. I've only been along to that that once. I I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed it. it. Was for a show did, called. Did Camp you go Brett, and, and, Brett, uh, and plant up. some stuff? Brett. What do you mean plant? Sorry, some stuff? for a show called. Ah, oh, was this on your cable? Cable. Yep. Cable to subscription. Wasn't Gorilla, Gorilla Gardens. No, that was cancelled. Uh, we'll, we will. What a, <laughs> later on in the show? We'll talk about this later on in the show. No, no, but I'm, I'm not going to ask. Mm. I'm not going to ask Brett. if he was there last uh, night. We, uh, you know, what? we 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 were going to have some letters to box cutters, but you just wasted that time. What? So what? no no letters to box cutters now. <laughs> oh. uh, we've got one thing. We've got pork. We've got Toby Halligan with some trotters. Uh, but right up at the start of the show, I, I want to tell you about last year. We had a Eurovision party. And it was a big success. And everyone had a great time. Yes, yeah. And we said, we're never going to do it again. And then the people went, no, you must do another one. You must. By the people, I mean John Richards. And it's... it's who, uh, who desperately wanted another another Eurovision party. So we're doing another one, which is great. It's at the same place, different name. And it's fabulous for the fans. And it's, uh, it's a great time if uh, you're not so much a fan, but to, uh, to spend the time with other people who have a lot of that, uh, that, that energy about yeah, them. Yeah, we do, we, do, we mm. do a drinking game. We, mm. uh, we, we, have, we have fun. We do, you know, some country. There's some halftime stuff. Prizes? Last year there were prizes. Oh, wow. We can't promise anything this year, but sure. Why not? Mm. There mm. might be prizes. Yeah. Special guests? Sure, why nobody not? We, can we can't. Announce. Yeah, we yes, can't. Pre- yes. Yeah, nobody we can announce because we haven't lined anybody up. There may be a small child in Lederhosen. There may be. We, we're not promising anything. With a moustache. He might have a moustache and a stein of beer. We're not promising anything. But it is going to be upstairs at Seraphim, which is formerly Vibe, at 123 Smith Street in Fitzroy. That didn't. Think uh, the the name vibe was geeky. Enough, yeah, wasn't so they catchy. Had to, so they had to go had to Seraphim, to turn it into some sort of uh, wood nymph uh, it's moniker. Not, there's no, what, there's no wood there's nymph. No, Seraphim is a, it's a it's, sounds like it's something an from D and D. No, it's, it's an it's it's the plural of of it's like a an angel. Uh, it's like an angel's helper is a, a seraph. Sounds like a pharmacy. And, se- and Seraphim is the uh, is the plural, plural. in Hebrew Groups of enough. of seraph. Mm. It's oh. true. What about the sand seraphim? <laughs> I know it's a good joke, isn't it? 
I just thought of it. Really? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, that's because you didn't spend as much time in Hebrew school no, as I did. No. Uh, so that is going to oh, be on uh, the 15th of May. So that's in a couple of weeks. 15th of May. It's a Sunday night at, I'm still going to call it Vibe, but it's now called Seraphim, 123 Smith Street, Fitzroy. Come along. It's going to be a blast. But let's kick things off with the Box Cutters News. And first up in the news, yes, Dave Lawson, we do dress up for the party. Okay. So, uh, yes, dress up in your finest Eurovision gear. Start bedazzling now. Okay. You're not just saying that. No, 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 no. No, there's... We've got photos. Okay. You can... Uh, if you go to the uh, Box Cutters fan page on, uh, on Facebook, Facebook, you can see photos. I'm not on Facebook. I'll have to hook up an account. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just hook up one. I think you can have a look at it without having to sign give it a f- you know, oh, I'll, just, good. I'll just email you the photos. How about that? <laughs> how, how about that? Just make sure it's the right ones. That's news. It was a bit awkward when, when you sent me the wrong ones, Josh. So there was, uh, there, there, there was a blog post this week from uh, Paul McCarthy, who worked on Life from Planet Earth. Yes. Uh, and in, in that blog post, he talks about they're not being enough pay for the cast members who worked on Life and Planet Earth. They weren't getting now, paid enough? Well, no, they were getting paid enough, but the show was cancelled early uh, and they have not been paid out their contracts. Now, was this, was this Ben Elton's production company? No, this was Fremantle Media Australia. Okay. Fremantle Media Australia, who have done a, a number of fine productions in, in, in Australia and... Uh, and have, have lots of made lots, lots of kind of, of game shows where lots of game show stuff. If it they, doesn't go to air, then you don't get the prizes. They bought the company mm, that bought Grundy's, so they do all that stuff. But yes, all game shows are like that though. Yep. If it doesn't yep. go to air, you don't get the prizes. Yep. That's just the way it is. But it seems like they've done this with the cast members' pay. Have they said we're not going to pay you? Well, they're not paying them, and the MEAA, the the Media Entertainment and Arts mm. Alliance are now in negotiations with them to try to get the pay for the cast members. I uh, spoke to the MEAA today to try to get some, some more information on this. because this I wanted like to know, the old uh, actor's equity. Yes. Yep. I wanted to know what is the usual situation for, for something like this. Is it a contract or is it a week-by-week basis? If it's something that is likely to be cancelled after three weeks, like... Life of Planet Earth, mm. uh, is it just going to be week by week? So is it like a lease on your talent? Mm. I wanted to know all well, of this well, stuff. You know the contestants on Star Dancers, they get paid whether they've been voted out or not every week. So right. For the entirety of Star Dancers. Well, uh, yeah, Star, Star Dancers on Channel 7. Uh, Daryl Summers used to host it. <laughs> the, uh, so, so I sent those sorts of questions to, to the MEAA, not... Can you tell me, were they ripped off? Was this the case? Blah, blah, blah. Just, can you tell me what usually happens? The response I got was, Dear Josh, I understand you've made contact with our information desk regarding the above. We are in discussion with Fremantle, and while this occurs, we will not be commenting publicly on the situation. I trust you can understand. Many thanks, Simon Whip, National Director. But hypothetically... I sent sent a reply to, to Simon Whip going... Yeah, but generally, what happens in a situation where an actor does get hired? Do they? Is and, a si- and Simon Whip replied with nothing. So, 
No response from them. I called up Fremantle Media uh, and was put through to HR, got voicemail, nothing. And then I thought, hang on a second. Dave Lawson's done some telly. Mm. He's done some cancelled shows. <laughs> I'm the go-to guy. When you it comes are the to go-to guy shows. when it comes to this. What is the situation? You've, you've. Did you get paid out on your contracts? Is it a contracted thing for a, a minimum number of um, episodes? Well, I, I, I suppose all contracts are di- different. You sign a contract, and you, you know, everyone's contract might be different. I think with when I was doing the Gorilla Gardeners, even though that had been that got taken off after ten episodes, we'd shot. 24 so i got i'd been paid to make them anyway so they were all made so that wasn't it wasn't never a problem with and with the bounce i think there was always always something in the contract that said you know uh you get paid out for a certain amount of weeks after it's after it's been you know taken off air because i think if you're if you're acting or performing um you're gonna if you're lucky you'll be knocking back work or you'll get office during that time and you say I can't do it I can't do it and if suddenly your show's off and you can do it you've sort of missed out on on a job and uh, you know jobs aren't don't come there's a production lead time, time yeah. rehearsals and all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, so like I mean with the oh, with the with the bounce that was you know that was a surprise but you know I, I knew that you get paid out for a certain amount of weeks I think it might have been four weeks or something like that but I mean it probably changes with your negotiations. But, but it's, so they it's didn't keep like you on retainer because they were going to bring you back for the finals. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Because no, that's what I, they said. No, well, no. I think they were, they, were, they, were, they were good, and you know, um, and um, Rick McKenna, who was producing, that was re- he was really great, and said, "Look, you know, you, we, we, we're, we're not sure if it's going to come back for the finals, but you're, you know, we'll consider this, you know." And that, that was a Channel it's, Seven in-house production. It wasn't no, outsourced to, or was it outsourced to no, Southern Star? No, no. Um, Rick McKenna was producing it through, uh, I think, you know, his own production company. With I, I don't know, I don't, want to, don't know exactly, but I imagine, you know, there's they've still got um, Channel Seven um, producers and executive producers who work closely with them and mm. discuss if there's any changes they want to make. They, they, you know, all work together on that. Uh, but that was my, that was my case, but and that was that was in the contract. I think, you know, when you get the first contract, you can have a look through it and say, you know. Is this, but I think there's a standard, and it might have so, been so, uh, four or six weeks. And, and so I'm it sure would either for, be for everyone. So, so it would either be in the contract or not in the contract. I, I, with, I, right. So so they they either would have had provisions for for pay, uh, you know, up until the six week point, which was the minimum that Channel Nine had committed to, that, or or they or they didn't. So it, it's it should be a black and white issue. Actually, I'm tr- I'm trying to remember now from the one I. I was on was I think there was even there was like a three week period as well, which was just a like a trial mm-hmm. to see because that, the nature of that show is I think they're putting a lot of people together and seeing if it works. I think they wanted to have the option if something wasn't working or you know if if they needed to sort of cut back the cast they could without you know without too much. So I think there was like a which is like a lot of jobs have that anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. Like in, a, the, in, in the real world, yeah. in the real world where I live, uh, mm-hmm. if uh, if if you get a job, there's like a a two to six week period where mm. either party can say, oh, you know what, this just isn't working. Yeah. And, uh, and and you're gone, which is fine, mm. uh, especially in a situation like I was at RMIT where I didn't... Yeah, well, I think well. like... But the... Uh, so so you, would, you would assume that there would be... But, but it would be in the contract. It should be a fairly black and white issue. They're, yeah. they're either... They either deserve the money or they don't. Yeah, it should be, it should be there if it's like, you know, if it's cancelled after... You'll get paid for a certain amount of time, but um, it, it, it is. I mean, with the life from Planet Earth people, they m- m- 
a lot of them might have been assuming that they'll still be on on air now, and might have cancelled trips to go overseas or put off a lot of stuff. Well, to, it was know, only, to, was it was it scheduled only? No, it was to go only six, six weeks? maybe. It was only six weeks. Well, I mean, they should should have been just paid out for the six. No, yeah. it was it was a minimum commitment from Channel Nine for six weeks. Right. So you would assume well, which, that, that was yeah the minimum. Well, yeah, don't get married to Channel Nine is the is the answer to your question there. Um, the, and, and and but but also like we're we're all fully aware that the only person that did any work on that show was Ben Alton. He wrote everything. He put it all together. Mm. He was he was basically just the puppet master making. Well, this making is them this sets. is why I didn't I didn't ask questions about writers because he he was he was the writer. He was also the director. Uh, Mm. But the cast were with the cast, and the cast, as everybody has said, were the strongest part of the show. Uh, Working I, with weak material, I, I, I am still trying to find out if Ben Elton got paid for because no doubt Ben Elton would have had three different or three three or four different mm. salaries from that from the mm-hmm. job. He w- he would have a producer's salary. Uh, he'd get paid for writing. He'd get paid for directing, and he'd get paid for performing. So I, I'm wondering if he's if his performing uh, salary was was cut off as well, or if he got all the money that he, I'm trying to find all of this out. Paul McCarthy. I mean, Paul McCarthy would have done a lot of shows. He's done a lot of shows before. He's he done would a lot of shows for Fremantle checked, as well. Yeah, he would he would know and he's, what he's getting into. He's but there was a lot management. of other p- p- performers there who it was their first time, so they might not have even thought to, you know, uh, look at a contract and see if they're going to get paid out if it gets well. And taken I think this is air. this is probably why he's he's thought that he's in a position to be vocal about it because. Some of the others just w- would not. T- we'll try to get Paul on the show next week. I, I only came across this yesterday, and so ha- haven't had a chance. But we'll look into it. I'll s- I'll still keep trying to get something from the MEAA, and I'll still tr- try to get something from Fremantle. But you know, is is this what TV in Australia is becoming? No, I just, I don't know. It's, it's it, it would be horrible if it was. If it, actors can't rely on jobs, I mean, it's different to other jobs only because you can't just walk out of one TV acting job or presenting job or performing job and just you know go through the age or job section the next week and find another one. They're they're, they're few and far between. Yeah, it's I still it, every day I wake up, I'm so glad I'm not an actor. Like <laughs> it's such it's such a crapshoot. It's it's funny. And then and then you get and then you you know and then you get screwed over by people or. Or not, or or you've got bad management. Like it, it's it's one or the other in this situation. Somebody didn't read a contract properly, mm-hmm. or, uh, or you know, a, a, an internationally uh, famous and powerful production company is trying mm-hmm. to rip off some tiny little actor in Australia. It's it's rubbish. Yeah, that's a, that extra week you get paid out for can last a year sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that is the box cutters news. Hello! Hi! What are you doing? What a wonderful day! Time to get box cutting, everyone! Let's podcast! Hurrah! Hurrah, because Nellie Thomas in the house! Boop, boop. Hello! Have you missed me? Nellie, Dave, Dave, Nellie. Dave, yes. hi Dave. Hi Nellie, I've heard Dave a lot about Dave misses me the most. Yes, well Dave, Dave was like, oh, I haven't seen Nellie in so long. I'm like, how long? He's gone, ever? Like, you're exaggerating. He's like, no, never met her. Like, like right. years. It's been years since I've seen yeah. it. You live up to the hype. You live up to the hype. Oh, there was a lot of hype. Do I? I, I live up so. to the well, hype. You know, yeah, when, so let's far. see how we go. When Dave started, like, yeah. Dave, can, can you fill in for Nelly? Because she's, she's not going to be part of the show anymore. Uh, and when we say, can you fill in? Can you be? Because you're never going to be her. <laughs> you're never, you're never going to be able. Just try, try to be yourself. Don't Although he's got a her. decent rack, it has to be said. He, re- he really does. Mm. He, he really, well, that's for the breastfeeding. Yeah. That's you know, like, new babe. Yeah. New little one. He needs oh. that. Yeah. Now, Nelly, the, the 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 people, 
the people have been chomping at the bit yes. since the first yes. episode of this latest season of Survivor. They're like, when is Nelly going to come in? And I'm not even exaggerating about that. We had letters the first <laughs> week of Survivor. When is Nelly going to come in and talk to us about... Survivor Redemption Island. And the propstisms. Oh. So... All I'm going to do is say, ready, go. <laughs> ready, steady, go. Yeah. I survived it. Okay. So it is on the public record, by which I mean the Box Cutters podcast, that my favourite all-time season of Survivor is Survivor Australia. Yes. Mm. All right. Second. Not, not the Australian not version the Australian, of Survivor. No, no. steady Australia, on big fella. Australia, yep. uh, Survivor Outback. Okay. Yep. Survivor Outback. Fine, fine. Elizabeth, et cetera. Yep. Uh, second, Survivor All-Stars. Is that the one with the... Robin uh, What was the pirate guy, the big bearded pirate guy with the long hair? Rupert? Rupert. Rupert. I've got firm views on Rupert. We'll okay. get to that later. Okay. Now, number three. So, in Fairy Family, in my top five, is Survivor Redemption Island. Mm. It is really? gold with a capital G. It is fantastic. So, it's the 22nd season. <gasps> it's in uh, Nicaragua. So, same as last season. And what they've done is broken into two tribes. One is... I'm a tepe. And that's how you have to say it. I'm a what? I'm a tepe. I'm a tepe. I'm a tepe. I'm a tepe. No, you're, you're too much, too much bass, more whisper. I'm a tepe. The leader of I'm a tepe is Boston Rob. What? Boston Rob. Is he as a contestant? With civilians as a contestant. Oh, he was good. He, he, but he's not the guy who told everyone his grandma had died. And oh, no, no, no. That's Johnny Fairplay. That's Johnny Fairplay. Fairplay. I yeah. like Johnny Fairplay. Yeah. Do, you, do you really? Do you, do you yeah, like him after you know that he did a, a, a crap in, in someone's bed? <laughs> he did a crap in yeah. someone's bed? Oh, don't you know about So this was this. <laughs> I don't know they were making the film. I might there love was this, him more. There was this show, and, and I, I can't remember what it's called, uh, Toby, if you could uh, find out for me. The, uh, the Just Google crap in bed, fair play. The, uh, <laughs> so they, they got, they got, uh, they got um, celeb, well, celebrity. They got uh, reality TV show contestants. Yeah. Is it the real be- life? The real life? Was it's, it the real it's, life? Not, it's not the real life. <sighs> Uh, but it's. Uh, he it, went on another anyway. show and laid a cable in someone's bed. They got they got these they got these <laughs> contestants together to make a horror film, and then right. they filmed and but they all had to live in a house together while they were making the horror film, and and yes, in that process. He came home and and took a crap in someone's bed as kind of oh, revenge dude, for them playing cool. a prank on him. That not cool, dude. And well, interesting. Uh, if I can lead on to uh, the second tribe, Zapatera. So hang on. So Boston, Boston Rob is Boston in uh, Rob, but on a I'm going to connect yeah. Zapatera to what you've just said because the leader of Zapatera, Russell Hans, big oh, bad Russ. Evil interesting Russ though. From the much like no, 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 Russell. You're showing ignorance on the Survivor front here. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. Just, just be schooled. I'm going to sit back. Just sit back and be schooled, Be Dave. schooled. Okay. Russell Hance, who, when he first appeared, as Box Cutters listeners will know, I was quite a fan of. Because mm. I like no nonsense, get in there, just play the game, let's not pretend anyone's got any morality at all. But much like Fair Play laying a cable in someone's bed, Russell Hance revealed a truly despicable side in this particular season, Survivor Redemption Island. Uh-huh. He was voted out within uh, three weeks, I think, or three um, tribal councils. And it was basically just like watching a bully actually come unstuck. You know, like he just was an asshole, and he paid the price. And when he got voted out, he cried. 
He cried like a tiny, tiny baby. Now, I'm a fan of men who cry. Again, I think that's on the public record. Mm -hmm. But he cried in a way that was like, oh, emperor without his clothes. You know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. Everything fell apart. Everything fell apart. By contrast, watching Boston Rob, who is no doubt a sociopath, Mm. (laughs) like absolutely no conscience. Really? Really? What, What about him... Marrying Amber, knowing that she was going to have a million dollars, makes you think that he's... Although they are still married. I know, but... Is that a bachelorette thing? No, that's that's a Survivor thing. Okay. That's I'm getting awesome. all my reality shows yeah, mixed up. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, they were the, both on Survivor In the first well. season when they were together, uh, they got together. They did get married. Okay. But Russell just tried his usual strategy, as you yeah. remember from last time, of, of, of closing up to a couple of young women... Um, you know, thinking he's in control, trying to control them, being an asshole, and, See, but I, everyone's seen it. I think it's I think it's unfair for them to have been contestants because mm. they've got they've got an advantage. I mean, Boston Rob, this is his third yeah. season of Survivor, that's, and you should watch him do it. That's you know, oh. and he, so he just he he has these skills now that nobody else would have. Yeah, Lyndall came up with really a really good good idea that I wanted to run by you. She wanted me to run by run yeah. it by you, and yeah. if I don't, I'll get in trouble. But mm, mm. the uh, that what if say Boston Rob and Russell mm. were coaches of each tribe, and they got to coach the, the each tribe up until the merge. Yeah, do this now. Do, and yeah, yeah and yeah. and so they're playing their strategies against right, and uh, and then whichever one gets uh, their their winner up. Yeah, they also get some kind of they prize get a boner. But they As don't, you would yeah. say. But surely that's going to be a future <laughs> season of Survivor. Survivor Generals. Well, yeah, see, I love that. Survivor Generals. Kind of, that's kind of what they've done, except they've let them play. Because they were team captains. Right. And so, but the problem was Rus- Russell can't play with others. So it mm. didn't work. Whereas Boston Rob has totally slayed them. Having said that, it's not Boston Rob that's making this the best season. What is making this the best season is that we have, without a doubt, hands down, the most insane contestant we have ever had on Survivor. And in 22 seasons, that is fucking saying something. Yeah, it really is. Right. Even more than Johnny Fairplay, more than Coach. <gasps> right. This dude, <laughs> you'll never play. He looks like a normal person. He's a sort of middle-aged black man who's reasonably articulate and he just looks like, you know, your uncle or whatever, just normal. Oh, my God. Then he starts talking. So there's a few giveaways. Firstly, he's got he's prone to grand statements. Well, actually, first off, I should say he wears pink undies around. Well, it's maybe they were white undies that got in with some red socks. They're pink yeah. undies that were too big cap. on day one. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> now, yep. If they were pink undies that were too big and had gone pink by day 20... I'll pay that. But he came on with old undies. That in itself is a really bad thing to do on Survivor. They weren't lucky. They well, weren't they could have been lucky. They, but he didn't do like a subway dropping all the weight. Let's say they leave nothing to the imagination, uh-huh. Cropley. Let's leave it at that. Secondly, he thinks he's a federal agent, but he demonstrates no people skills whatsoever. So when, when you say federal agent, do you mean like, like CIA, FBI? He, FBI he, or... won't, he won't specify. Right. Air Marshal? He won't specify. Well, sometimes it's like he's been in Iraq. The other times it's like the choppers, man, the choppers. You get Vietnam flashbacks. Other times you think he was a cop. I don't think he quite knows. But probably the most disturbing thing, he's one of those people who uses words in conversation 
that he clearly does not actually have a grip on. And he makes up his own words. My favourite two are propagate <laughs> and competitionator. <laughs> oh. Competitionator. Oh, I like competitionator. Don't mess with me, man. I am a federal agent. I know how to read people. I am a competitionator. All right. I love that. All right, Philip. And he's one of these dudes who loves the grand statements. He'll start like, fire is like a woman. You know, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, insert yeah. sexist bullshit here. Um, <laughs> so he is really good TV. He also often invokes his, in his words, full-blooded Cherokee Indian grandfather. Mm-hmm. My favourite line of the series thing? thus far, I don't know, is when he took her a food reward. You know, they get the tempted with the hamburgers and things like that. He took the hamburger and one of the dudes quips, did your full-blooded Cherokee Indian grandfather tell you to take that too, Philip? <laughs> Bam! <laughs> I, was, I was just cheering. I was thrilled. Um, as per usual, probes. Oh, man, come on. Untouchable. Absolutely untouchable. He, there's been some controversies, controversies, mm-hmm. however you want to say it. One actually also involving Crazy Philip. When was very interesting, actually, even though I'm making light of it. Someone referred to him as crazy because he is. Mm. He then accused them of being racist because he's the only black dude who's left. So did he think that they said crazy? Crazy. Like, like racy? Well, but with a, and, and so then he heard that as racist? Well, then- I th- actually, in, an in, in a funny way, yes. Because as it turns out, now it would be easy, I think, to just immediately go, Philip, you're insane, and just dismiss it. Probst, the genius that he is, actually started to unpack it a bit more and comes down to the fact that Philip believed crazy was a euphemism for, as he would say, the N-word. Right. So that he's heard many times in his life, you crazy nigger. Right. And that he felt that that, and I actually don't think that's what was happening, but it was really interesting to have the conversation and have him taken seriously rather than just dismiss him. And dismiss his point of view. And they had quite an interesting, very interesting tribal council. Did it become council. emotional? It did become emotional. And Jeff really actually handled it very deftly. And this is what... Because Jeff's got one more season in his belt. They, he was... This was supposed to be his last and he signed on for oh, one more. Don't say it's true. If if he goes, though, the show has to go with him. It's oh, like yeah, I, it's I, gone. I watched the final uh, the final episode of, uh, of this season's uh, The Office. Yeah. When Michael Scott... Leaves, and mm. I'm watching that, just going, I, like, why don't they just end the show now? Because they're, mm. they're it, it, it would be the same with Probst. I can't see how the show can who can could itself feel survive those gigantic, it. filthy shoes. I don't know. Nobody for me. Who's, Having said who else that, would hang off a helicopter? Oh, I would. I, love that. I, I love did that. host a series of Camp Orange on Nickelodeon, so I'm not sure. <laughs> but, uh, actually, actually, and you know. do, and and you clearly know how to grow a beard. And I, I, I did model my um. My um outfit on Jeff's outfit, right? That was about five six years ago with the the shirt and the same hat. same outfit. But do same you outfit, have a bubble headed Jeff Probst at your place? No, I don't. No, I didn't think you did. Um, do you think Jeff Probst says one of those? I think he probably. I reckon does. he does. I reckon Probst does. The counter argument to that's the new season of American Idol. I don't know if any of you've been watching that. Oh, probably not. Yep, You're yep, looking yep, at me yep, like yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean with Steven Tyler. When we thought, and you know, Simon gone. goes, it's gone. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's great. Loving it. Think it's great. Hasn't skipped a beat. Um, 
I remembered Richard Hatches on The Apprentice, and he was on Survivor. Yeah, wasn't he? yes, he was. He was the Celebrity Apprentice. Thank did, you. Did, just, you, did you see? That was bugging me. Did you see any of that? Dave? Yeah, yeah. I like. I like the Celebrity Apprentice. I love the Celebrity Apprentice, and uh, Richard Hatch. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work when he's got clothes on. Is he, he out can't... of the slammer? <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was out of the slammer. Yeah. Before starting filming the the, the Celebrity Apprentice, mm. uh, and then. Uh, and then filmed The Celebrity Apprentice, and then I heard or, or I read an article somewhere that he was back in court mm. because he still hasn't paid his tax. Oh, no, Richard. Richard, <laughs> so, Richard, Richard, so Richard. So, uh, yeah, he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't learn a lesson. His bullying techniques do not work when he's wearing clothes. No, no. And, and so Celebrity Apprentice, it just, it just failed. He thought he could just sit back mm. and let all the crazies implode. But uh, also, and it didn't work. Where, where he does really well on Survivor, and it's the same with Boston Rob, they are very good for whatever reason, um, psychologically, under physical pressure. So when they're hungry and tired and haven't slept and haven't drunk, they s- still keep their head together. Yeah. Whereas you see some other people on Survivor who you think in normal life are probably quite decent and you know quite together, who just cannot cope with the physical deprivation side, and they go mental. Mm, like that guy who had the Blackberry. Absolutely, who I <laughs> loved him. With his little rock Blackberry. I mean... What, he snuck a Blackberry onto Survivor? No, 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 no. he had a rock that he pretended was a was Blackberry. blackberry well, like Wilson it. off Carter Flint. Yeah, like, like Wilson from, uh, from Castaway. Castaway, and, uh, <laughs> but instead of, instead of pretending it was a person, he just pretended it was a Blackberry, and he used to sit there and like text on it and stuff. You know, there is a poor bastard, and that's all I can refer to him, even though he annoys the absolute shit out of me because he's a chronic God-botherer. But he's been sent to Redemption Island where you kind of go by yourself when you get voted off. And then other people get voted off and you duel with them for the opportunity to stay. Duel with real guns? Duel as in you'll do challenges. Oh, okay. Okay, And he has won like eight in a row or something. So you don't need to get a sword or something. No, although this bastard would survive that. It's amazing. So he's stayed on by himself for weeks. He's been on like, I don't know, I think it's three and a half weeks, four weeks or something by himself. And then he got back in the game, and can you believe Boston Rob voted him straight <gasps> back out? And he's back to the island. Straight, and he's back to the island. Boston Rob basically knows uh, you cannot negotiate with someone with faith. You know what I mean? Like this guy can't be reasoned with in the sense that he is going to do whatever he sort of believes is right rather than strategically operate or whatever. So he's like, you're gone. You are gone. Oh, it's quite heartbreaking and sort of fun at the same time. Mm. Wow. It, it, it does sound fan- fantastic. It's, you've got to get into it. It's a really good season. It is a really, really good season. So that's Survivor Redemption Island. Yeah. It's the second last approached season. It is on Channel 9 at whatever time they deem is appropriate. Whenever I think it might even be like on it. Go instead of 9. Or Jam. Who knows? Or Jam or... They might actually let it run in a... In a Particular time slot for the entire. They show. they might. Take who knows? This weekend, There's no way to find out either. So no. Has it not been a reality TV bonanza? Like if you take the wedding as reality TV, mm. which I certainly do, the Logies, then MasterChef started last it's, night. It's it's been here and 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 Fatty Loser Fatty finishing Lose while we're recording this. tonight. Oh. Mm. Wall to wall. Well, I, 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 Nelly, I think will, the wedding and the logies are event TV, not reality TV. Yeah, Nelly, will, will yeah. you stick? Will you stick around for a, for sure. a little bit and uh, and we'll uh, 
have a couple of segments, come back, talk about the Logies. Yes. Hi, I'm Ryan Shelton, Box Cutters' favourite ever guest, and uh, I've really enjoyed myself on Box Cutters, so listen as much as you can, because um, I'll be having it on loop on my iPod. You know what I realised, Brett? I, I realised that uh, because in this bit, uh, yeah. we're talking about the Royal Wedding, and Nelly had just mentioned the Royal Wedding, that we should just exclude As her. though it was more reality TV. Yeah, that we should just exclude her from this bit. Like, I was thinking like that. Our, like our, our monarchs are, are just performing for us, like the, the trained, uh, unscripted what? hoi polloi yeah. on yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, but you know what I thought instead? Uh, I thought, I thought, let's, let's keep her around. Well, otherwise she'll bash me. Can I tell you who I'm voting off? Me. Because no. you bash me. Princess Beatrice. Oh. What? WTF with that hat, man. Oh. Come on. You know you, can't, you know you can't actually vote people off the royal wedding. You know that, don't you? I've got that's, nothing for you. That's the whole no, thing about a monarchy. They're born to it and you can't get rid of them. <laughs> um, Unless you behead them. So <laughs> the, the royal wedding was uh, clearly the biggest media event since just before Osama bin Laden got killed, and the uh, and and the thing about it was not so much the wedding itself because you know eh, good luck to everyone they're getting married, but the amount of technology that went into producing it. So there was uh, they had thirty cameras in the Abbey. Mm. The BBC alone had seventy cameras in the in the lead up to the to the Abbey. Along that promenade area, uh, how many how many booms do they have? How many what? cranes? Booms uh, that that I don't know. I don't have. There were there were a couple of there big. Was, there was that there was that amazing, that amazing amazing rig that was right up in the steeple of the abbey with that amazing shot down to the to, to the, the floor. Trees. They they did mm. some fantastic nice. work, and at the same time there were new technologies being employed for. Uh, for live streaming the event, uh, it went out live on YouTube. Uh, but there were also people editing on the fly. So they were taking two minute snippets, editing them together, putting them on the fly. AP was then just sending them out. Uh, so wedding schmetting. I think the world needs an event like this to really put the technology through its through its pace. There was no three D though, was there? There wasn't 3D, there was and no what 3D, I found but... out was that there was there was 3D recordings of the uh, Queen's coronation, I think, in 1954. So it, it, it was it was in part used. Uh, they had twin cameras uh, making uh, making a, a 3D archive of Did the Queen's coronation. No, isn't no. isn't the question though? Did these technological advancements make any difference from an entertainment or viewer point of view? Like, was it qualitatively better to watch on Friday night than it was when Diane Charles got married? See, I was so young then that I don't remember. Like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, caring about the, the technology. Mm. I've watched tapes. Yeah. Because clearly, you know, I was, I was very young at the time. Um, but uh, they, they, had, they, they had a lot more horse and carriages mm, there. Longer train. Yeah, the, the, the kind of whole glass-topped uh, rollers didn't really do much for me. They, and we probably and, all believed in weddings quick. then. Are, are, and, you, are, you completely, are you completely ignoring the whole 
camera thing and, and you're just starting to talk about cars now. You're yeah. turning it into an episode of Top Gear. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what, that's what you're doing Jacobson's for Jacobson's going to plug Weight Watchers. Be yeah. careful. No, be yeah. careful. The interesting thing here do, is... Do you want an ass like Pippa? Go to Weight Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Weight or Jenny Craig? Oh, whatever. Whatever. For, Light and queasy. For all of that technology... Here in Australia, we did not have a single HD option to watch it. But do we for, need for it, all Brett? Of, do all we of the need channels it? Are, we have it. Why not? Because I just use think it? it's missing the point. It's not about the sharpness of the image or the but, number of camera angles. It's about it, the spectacle of the event. But that's how you improve the spectacle of the event. But do like, you really? That's the question yeah. I'm asking. Did yeah, it really to be able improve to, it? to be able to pick out the little little faces in at the back of the stalls and stuff. The crazy yeah. hats. <laughs> did it improve it for me? Yes, yes, it did. It did. It did. It did mm. improve it for me uh, because I'm. I'm bored by my friends' weddings. Like, I just... I mean, well, right? I'm with you. I don't... I just don't care. Once I've gotten over who's wearing what, you know, crazy army outfit they yeah. have and who's brought <laughs> what kind of sword, once I've gotten over that, yeah. uh, then it's all about how did they light that place? See, I how guess... Did they, right? And, and, and all of that stuff is, is what fascinates me. Whereas I'm still a, stuck at why were we all watching it? Do they get a 50 cent piece? I think Charles and Di got a commemorative 50 cent piece, which is still in circulation. They'll get something. They did get a 50. Well, do we want do we want a commemorative 50 cent piece? Do we want to be spending all that money at the mint? I'd ra- <laughs> wouldn't you rather have, <laughs> no. you know, some random diggers yeah, on, oh, a, that's on a 50 better, cent piece? I'm just thinking, well, Charles and Diana got one and I still get a Yeah, and look how it turned to time. out for them. Yeah. I think it's bad omen. Bad omen. One of them did make I, it. What I loved about watching this wedding, um, and I, like I watched a bit of it, is just what what her parents must have been thinking as they were in that. Mm. You must. They must have gone. How did what? How did we end up here? How's, why is this? Well, well especially because they, they have to pay for it, don't they? Isn't that the? <laughs> they do. Isn't that the rule? <laughs> they, okay. they he's a, he's a commercial airline pilot, and she was a, a hostie. So. Yeah, they're not yeah. broke, but they're no. not like royalty rich. But who are you but, married? No, no, no. no. You know. So no, no, no one in this room is married. No, actually, and married. yet we all watch it. No, I'm not married. Don't believe in it. Not interested. And yet, I, I you glued to the t- I find that really interesting. No, 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 no. Don't make that assumption. I was not glued to the t- TV. Was oh, not you looking weren't. forward to it. I, I, okay. I was on over it. at a friend's who yeah. were watching oh, yeah. it, and I was actually there Same doing, yeah, accidentally doing computer it. support. Yeah, I was at a friend's as well, and it was on. Right. Well, you and I then can yeah, ask. I was, you and I watched it. I was watching it. I, was, I wasn't, I wasn't going to miss it. This is like, remember the first time that they had cameras inside the pool at, uh, at the Olympics? This is, this is amazing right. stuff for me. So this for is me. like technology porn for you. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, was, it was totally technology porn and a little bit of weird British Army uniform porn. It's a little bit like dirty pleasure for me. It's a bit like me watching the AFL Grand Final or Fatty Loser. Where I think there's something morally reprehensible about what I'm doing it, but fuck, I'm going to watch it. It's all about sexualizing the images on, t- on the <laughs> something screen. Something like that. I'm also a big fan of protocol as well. I I, yeah. I love seeing ha- so the the idea that commoners would uh, turn up to the the abbey first and then the uh, foreign dignitaries, yeah. and then foreign royalty. Yeah, like I I loved that stuff. I love going. Oh, now I wonder what their you know what their table placements are going to look like. Favorite frock? Don't care. Don't care. Oh. Right? Favorite frock. Don't care. Don't but what care. about Pippa's bum? What about nice. the, the unveiling know. as she stepped out of the car and, oh, yes, it's that designer that made the dress. Yeah, yeah. no, I no, don't care. It was very exciting. No. Very, don't care. very exciting. Don't care. I was waiting for someone to fart. 
you know, like I kind of watch waiting for something bad to happen. Did, oh, did you, or faint. We've yeah, one yeah, of them yeah. Fainted, like a funny that, video. Did you do that yourself though? When like watching the Queen getting out of the car and just go <laughs> as she's getting out of the car. You I do can't that? remember. Because I, you know, I do that. Did I do, you? I do a little bit of you know she moves. I go and then laugh at it uproariously. Um, yeah, don't care about that. Don't care about the fashion. Don't don't even care about who was getting married. I don't know. You know, it, it, it may have been Snooky and the, uh, <laughs> and the, the incident, or whatever his name is. Uh, oh, the incident. Bom, bom, bom. I was thinking there was a good chance that Harry might royally cock something up, no pun intended. Just he looked yeah. like he'd tied one on. Yeah. Didn't he? he? Turned he up had, in fancy dress with, yeah, with just, an armband. Yeah, yeah. But he, re- he had the look of a boy who'd had a, a few quieties the night before. Yeah. How did... Because 750 million people watched... Uh, Charles and Di get married. That's a lot. Without Twitter, <laughs> right? They watched yeah. them get married without Twitter. How did Twitter they was do it? yeah, because Twitter was a large part of the entertainment for me. Can I get a zinger out? Mm. Who else has got good zingers? Mm. It was delayed gratification. You had to wait until the next day. What's your best you zinger on Twitter? Because obviously I don't tweet. What was oh, your best? What was what was mine? Look, was I it about the hats? No, Pippa. It's can't remember. Can't remember. Can't have been that good. It's. Uh, you know, it's three days have passed. Did but, you watch the whole thing? Uh, no. Once, once they were married, mm. and it was about eight thirty, I yeah. was too hungry. Didn't you watch the kiss? Right. No. Such as it was. It was what? so passionate, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. Well, everyone marches down to the what was the castle? March to the castle. Was that the castle? Yeah, yeah. Palace. Buckingham it was, Palace. It wasn't a great kiss. What do, what do I care, what do I care about the kiss? Mm. Mm, that's what they're building up to. I thought that was the whole thing. I've pecked horses with more love than yeah, that. Yeah, there wasn't a lot, a lot there. I don't care, don't care about there the kiss. No there, there, ki- there wasn't even a kiss the bride. That's what I thought. No, was there. they're there's not no allowed story. to. There's what? No s- it's some, they're not allowed. I did ask someone about that. Thanks. It's something, something. Some C of E, they don't do. But the prince and princess have got a kiss. That's In Disney movies, it's all about the prince. This is. I, I didn't All right, care. we're boring ourselves. I, now. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care about <laughs> any of that. It was the. It was the number of of media organisations that, mm. that were there. The why did such and such get sent from Australia and such and such didn't? Mm. Like, mm. like why did Carl get sent and, and get back and so Lisa, fast? Lisa not. Why did mm. Carrie Bickmore get sent and Charlie not? Like mm. th- those <laughs> sorts. Those sorts of things. Uh, you know, who, who makes those decisions? Why does someone mm. get to do that and someone can doesn't? We, and is it a good gig? Is it a bad gig? Can we talk? Commentating. Yeah. Can we talk briefly about BBC yes. threatening to cut off the ABC's uh, access to the footage, including going to the other other organisations that were shooting it to make sure that the ABC weren't able to pick up their... It wasn't feed. just the BBC. If they were going to go with the, the chaser. It, it was, was, it was censorship. instructions from Clarence House. It was instructions from Clarence House, and that man has a lot of weight. Do you know what is the most, yep. <laughs> the most ridiculous aspect, I think, of the Chaser censorship, aside from it being wrong, is that the, the stated intention, well, maybe it's not stated, but cl- the clear intention of the whole Wills and Kate, you know, thingo in the zeitgeist is to get younger people somehow interested in the royal family. Mm. Who better to do that than the Chaser? Like, it's a mm. different demographic. I, I had heard that it was specifically week. against Andrew Hansen. 
that it was <laughs> it was they were fine with the whole t- but Andrew Hansen could not be involved. Couldn't, I think that was a dream was you had, you? Josh. That was me. That, uh, was, that was my dream. Uh, but you know, all the all the monarchists were up in arms last week when it, it, it when it became an issue, saying, "Oh yes, they they shouldn't be there taking the piss out of it. They weren't going to be there. They were going to be back here. No, there wasn't going to be any stunts at, at also, the Abbey what, or Dame anything Edna's like not that." Satire? What? Like, why? Why is Dame Edna allowed to be there then? Who Barry Humphreys is, you know, She's, the king of satire. I don't know what Barry Humphreys has to do with Dame Edna, but Dame Edna is a dame. Yeah. Barry advises Dame. Oh, does he? Yeah. You know she's not right. actually. Mm. What? You know she's not actually. She is. She's a dame. It's in her name. And we're on TV, <laughs> aren't we, Brett? Aren't we, Brett? Brett's the, lost uh, it. Uh, the, so the, yeah, I, you know what? I just, I, I think the Chaser didn't really want to do anything. I've seen a couple of sketches that they, uh, that they'd planned to show on them, and it's not that funny. I don't. I don't. But it was so really appalling can. that the BBC oh, actually went stupid. went that far out of their way to make sure that the other organisations wouldn't provide a feed. Uh, you know what? I think it made I think it made Twitter better, not having the chaser there. I think uh, I, I think it made everybody get together and make fun of it. Not not that as I, is as is the way of our country. Not that I would have watched it, but I think that we should have the right to be able to watch it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah but the, you know, there's heaps of stuff that they could have done. There's why couldn't they have gone into a radio studio and done a live commentary, Roy and HG style, I watching because a TV? All the prep was uh, video inserts. It's because they, they they're not actually that funny. That's why. It's because the chaser are no longer actually that funny and can't think up jokes. Well, on the we'll spot. never know when it comes to a royal wedding. That's will we? right. We will never know, and I don't care. Let's move on. That, oh, that's the royal wedding. If you missed it, it's done. Oh, or as my daughter calls it, the wetting. Uh, the wetting. The wetting. If you've missed it, you can pick up uh, plates on special at Safeway, I'm sure, with their pictures on it. Box cuts, 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 cuts. It's true that Box Cutters comes to you free of charge every week with some of the greatest news and opinion about television that there is in this whole wide world. It's also true that it takes a lot of time and hard work to put together every episode. We're trying to expand the coverage we give to the world of television, but we need your help. Every dollar that you donate to Box Cutters goes to helping the wheels keep turning on the hours of research, planning and coordinating that goes into making each episode. Please donate to Box Cutters by going to the website at boxcutters.net and clicking on one of the donate options. It would mean a lot to us and will directly translate into better content for use. Hey, this is James Talia and you're listening to the Box Cutters. The Logies were on last Sunday night and, uh, and you know, it's good to be back. I, I did not realise that coming back this week was going to be the day after the Logies. Uh, and so because you're still drunk, I you? was. I, I am still drunk. I was required to to watch it con- con- contractually. Required to watch it. Did you mm-hmm. watch it right to the end? I. You know what? I wasn't going to. Mm. And uh, and I put out on Twitter, "How long do I have to watch this for?" And mm. someone said, "It's your job. Mm. You need to watch mm. it." And I was going to go. It's, it's not my job. Shut up. And then I realised that the person who said it is actually a, a donor to to box cutters. Mm. Right. Uh, and and thought they right, got yeah yeah they really they really got me so I watched the whole thing I watched the whole thing and uh, it was you know the same as always uh, an an embarrassment Shane Bourne uh, thumbs up sideways down uh, he was he was very much Shane Bourne uh, <laughs> you know which is what does that mean it's great for five minutes but over four hours he just can't. He just he just can't hold it. He's got five minutes worth of hey ho hey ho, 
In fact, he didn't hey ho hey ho once, and he didn't uh, and and he didn't say thrill seekers once. He played the harmonica. He did play he the did. harmonica, and you know what? That was dumb. That was that was him running out of material. Going, oh, I'm going to play the harmonica. What, the, um, what did he play on the? Harmonica? Well, no, it surprised me that he seemed like he could actually play the harmonica. Yeah, though. But, he, but is he ripping off Craig Ferguson's stick? Or no, he's just not writing jokes. He's no Katy Perry. Every time he every time he plays the harmonica, it's another joke he doesn't have to write. Did you have a favorite acceptance speech? I had a favorite tweet from uh, from Declan Fay, uh, where he said uh, Shane Bourne does an excellent Lawrence Mooney impersonation. Um, that was because if anyone knows Lawrence Mooney, he does an excellent Shane Bourne impersonation. Oh. So it's uh, you know, hey ho, hey ho. Uh, <laughs> a, a favorite a favorite acceptance speech. Not particularly. I was I, was, I, I liked Chrissy Swan's uh, acceptance speech because it really it really put. Uh, people in their place as far as showing how much grace she has and, and how intelligent she is. And I uh, thought that was the highlight of the night when she did the Andre if I was 30 years old. I know, because she's funny. <laughs> she's funny, she's she on the spot, she's one witty. funny mofo. Uh, but no, it's, but, but there were a lot, of, a lot of people who just went, right, I'm not inviting you to a, to, to a dinner party. Carl Stefanovic, I've no interest in spending any time with him. Although, dudes, get the man's name right. How many times De- did Stefanovic. they mispronunciate? Stefanovic. <laughs> there was Stefanovic. Stefanovic Ste- several Stefa- times. Stefanovic. And then there was Mrs. Stefanovic when we got onto Mrs. Stefanovic's ass and the merits thereof and then her rack. Um, at least get the woman's name right, or then, her husband's. And then jo- Joanna Griggs, you know, co- with a comeback oh, to that. It's just, oh, it's Joanna. Just, what was she doing? Yeah, she was having a go at someone, was she? She was having a go at Carl, because uh, Carl had a mention of his wife's ass mm. in his acceptance speech. But there was quite a lot of that sort of, um, you know, oh, I'm only joking, but snippy, kind of snarky, yeah. Yeah, it was, undermining kind of stuff. It was really nasty. Can I tell you the low light of the night for me? And I, it pains me to say this, and you'll you'll know why when I say who it relates to. What the hell was George Columbaris wearing? <gasps> oh, jeans? No, they were jeggings. George. They look like jeggings. Jeggings? Your jean leggings? <laughs> didn't they? He <laughs> had jeans and a shirt pulled out, and yeah. oh, Georgie! I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of George. And he went, he cracked a joke. He said at one point, "We were eating or something," and it just oh, it didn't work. I was devoted. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely devoted. Yeah. It was uh, yeah that that was no good. Katy Perry, what's she doing there? I don't know. I thought she was great. I think she's funny. That's, what? But why? Like, as, I don't That's understand. Why do we have? Why do we have the? The cultural the internationals, yeah, We're and then not good enough. For and then too. what? Hamish mm-hmm. and Andy need to need to spend two minutes with her, asking her who her favourite neighbour's pop star is, and <gasps> she can't. How it's, awful it's when the, the guy who won the best newcomer twice did the "I want her to have my babies" oh. and then said he was a good root. Uh, did he? That was awkward. He, he, he was quoting James Brown, but even still, yeah, oh. no, that was dude. Really... Write it down, man. Oh, yeah. Just wasn't he last year? I thought he was last year. I saw him. Well, I thought he was no, all he over was, it last year, and he's all over it this year as well. It was just, it, it was really, uh, it, it made me, it made me wonder why we still. I, I mean, I and I say this every year, so I, I particularly didn't want to cover it this year. But every year, I just think, well, wh- why do we have it? Because it just shows the worst of of Australia, and then oh, I think that's going to be mm. far. No, it it does. It's, it, it's there. Yeah, Look at who got the gold luggy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's well. The see, and this is vote. and this is the thing. It shows it shows the worst of Australia in all senses. So, in the acceptance speeches, there's there's you know very little chance for men in Australian television to actually be humble about winning winning mm. an award. And if they are humble, they get played off. And if they're 
and if they're arrogant, they get as much airtime as as they want. I loved uh, Asher Keddy on that level in response to the oh, this is really just a um, what did he say? That like a popularity thing or whatever. She's like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if I'm good or not. People like me. Yeah. I thought that's funny. Yeah, and that's and that's fun, and that's that's a great yeah. that's a great acceptance speech. Yeah, but the. Uh, oh, there was a lot of cocks. There's a, a really yeah. a lot of cocks. But there were also, uh, and we come back to, to Twitter, there were a lot of cocks on Twitter as well. Mm. Twitter, very angry mm. that uh, Karl Stefanovic won. Sure. Why? Mm. Why so angry? Mm. Did you vote? Mm. And if you did vote, then you, then sure, be angry. And if you didn't vote, it doesn't really matter because a lot of people did vote for Karl Stefanovic. And if you don't want him to win, then, someone else. then make it mandatory to vote in the Logies. And for all, it's got to be compulsory, compulsory voting in the Logies. And for all of that, yes, that's all true. But you also go, well, to me it's quite heartening that, you know, Chrissy Swan's star is on the rise and that she did win. You know, she did get the gong and you kind of go, that's great too. You know, I don't think it's all terrible. Um, and again, although my propensity to enjoy shit is well documented, mm. but you know, I quite enjoy watching I, it. Look, I enjoy. I've always enjoyed having it on ever since I can remember yeah. the Logies being on. Red just carpet. one of those nights, I think. Yeah. You know, it's at home, and it's, it's always sort of around winter time when it's sort mm. of, you know, it's. I, I, I enjoy keeping it the la- the lounge room stays stays warm with the Logies on in the background. And there's a bit of I, Schadenfreude, a bit of let's see who cocks their speech yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. How many that's jokes true. are going to fail here? Don't. Too much with the anecdote. Even Hillsy's anecdote. That guy. Why can't we just be proud of of what we do? Because it's fun. You watch the Oscars. It's our Oscars. It's a bit shit, but, you know, we do it anyway. I don't watch the Oscars anymore, though. Because I'm bored by it. Oh, you are getting old. Why can't we just make good TV? Um, (laughs) Concentrate on that. (laughs) We are. Was it as dead a crowd as it always is? Yeah, and this I think there's always that issue. When when Jesse J J and her vagina suit came out right towards the end. That was a vajayjay on display. And... uh, and by that stage, everyone's so drunk that they're all dancing. That always happens the, the last act of the night. Mm. Uh, and you go, well, where was that? Where was that excitement earlier on? And even then, they didn't give her like she asked three different times for everyone to get up, and probably a third of people got up. And I actually thought to myself, in terms of, and you find this at comedy events with a lot of comedians in the audience as well. It's like, you know what? The audience has also got a responsibility to go with the host. I don't think Shane Bourne yeah. was the best host ever, but. Nor are the audience generous to the host. No, it's, it's it's like they're waiting for them to fail. It is the toughest room in the world. Absolutely, and when you know someone like her is up there singing, or Katy Perry, or Shane Bourne's, you know, doing some rope or whatever, you know, what? be a little bit generous. But Go with them a little bit. It's even tougher because not only are they competing with their own self interest, mm. but the, so so the the host is competing with the audience's self interest, but the audience is also distracted by food. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why so maybe, maybe, maybe they should have a theatre in theatre seats full of the voters. Yeah, general public. And, and have... Like they do for the MTV Awards. And, and have the all the, the nominees and stuff yeah. at the mm. back around the tables that they're not giving the energy back to the stage. Mm. And they're, they're walking in and, and making the entrance Even in front of I've a said, really hot room. I've said this before. I'll mm. say it again. TV Week. Let Box Cutters produce the Logies for you. We'll do it. We'll do a fantastic job. On the steps of the the Opera House. They have general public up the back. No. It doesn't work. It never worked. It never worked. It was great for, you know, Credit House. I I, I, I did enjoy the eulogy section, the... um 
the oh, song that was sung nice. by Eddie Perfect and Tripod. Tripod. I thought that they did nice. a great job singing that, but there weren't like there was only about three claps for people who. Awkward when they clap. Some people are not others. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit awkward. Yeah, there should be no claps in the in no. memoriam no. at all. No in claps. Memoriam. No claps in right memoriam. until the end. And at the end, it's like, well, let's let's hear it for all the dead people. Do you know I had yeah, forgotten? Do you idea. have experiences at the Oscars and the Logies as well when you forget that some people have died? Like Adriana mm. Exanidis. Is it Exanidis? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten mm. that she had died. She died. It made me really sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah she. She died while we were recording an episode, which is why we didn't have it in the news for that episode. And oh. How did she episode. die? Uh, she, she had, had gone. She had gone into uh, hospital mm. for some kind of surgery mm. and didn't survive the surgery. So, like mm. Gus Mercurio, except that she, she was, was in her fifties and Gus Mercurio was one hundred and forty-nine. Yeah, very sad kind of showbiz story, Adriana. Yeah, very sad. Oh, on that note, that's the Logies. Yeah. What, what happened to uh, Victoria Nichols? Oh, she's probably still doing RSLs, I'm guessing. I don't oh, know. really? I don't know. I was, I was thinking the other day about, you know, Sale of the Century co-hosts. And, Who are you? Uh, and, Joe and, Bailey? Uh, well, she's, she's still around. She's, yeah, she's, she's doing, still around. Uh, she's she's doing, doing those ads. <laughs> uh, Delvin Delaney, though. Oh, what's, she's what's my favourite. Delvin. Well, she's up in Byron with Strop. They're married. During, uh, during Comedy Festival, there's... Uh, uh, it, in Melbourne Town Hall, they've got a wall of all the Moomba monarchs, mm. and uh, and Delvin Delaney was Moomba Queen one year, and uh, looked oh, corker, looked. corker, <laughs> good. She looks great in a crown. Oh, sorry, just quickly mm. back back to the wedding. The only uh, why the wasn't wedding. the Queen? Yeah, back going, <laughs> back to the wedding. Why wasn't the Queen wearing her crown? What better opportunity yeah, to wear a crown? Yeah, that's when you bust it out. That's when you do bust because it she out. was dressing as the guy from the mask. Yeah, she she did. Carrie. I thought she was dressed in uh, in Prince's yellow from the the love symbol years. Yeah, just giving a little bit of Prince Prince shout out. That's uh, that, that's what I thought. Anyway, wedding oh, clearly a lot more to talk about than the Logies. Just jumping back to the Logies for one second, I thought one interesting thing was when somebody in the commentary raised the Hey Dad um, sexual abuse scandal. Oh, uh, wasn't that there was an award for that? Wasn't there? It was yes, it was in uh, a current affair. A current or affair, the story. yeah, for, for best best sexual scandal. Uh, yeah, so most popular, most popular sexual scandal. Yeah. But I thought that was actually quite interesting that that was highlighted as a kind of issue because it's an in-house issue yeah. as well, and as in you know someone from the industry being accused mm. of perpetrating that crime. And yeah, it's just interesting that they didn't you know censor it or avoid it. Letters and numbers should have got something. Letters and numbers. <laughs> I should have. The, the table yeah. was there. I saw them there. They were in the background the whole time. Yeah. But they, they were too busy doing Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like Nelly, thanks so much for, oh, for joining us. So, nice so, you were just going to come in and talk about Survivor and you've stuck around. It's been excellent having you here. I'll see you again soon. Oh, please. Please just pop in anytime you've got something to say. All right. Yay. Hi, this is Lawrence Mooney. I've been on the telly, and if you're into televisual delights, then there's only one show you need to be listening to, and that's Box Cutters. Get your ears into it. Very quickly, because we're running out of time, uh, I, I wanted to talk about early cancellations. This is uh, an ongoing thing that we're going to have over the next eight or nine weeks on Box Cutters. We're going to talk about shows that were cancelled long before they were due to be cancelled. So this Firefly. Is shows that, for like, like, like Firefly. Family Guy. Well, no, Family Guy's still going, Brett. No, but still, it was cancelled. It was cancelled, then it came, then it came back. So mm-hmm. it doesn't count. It doesn't count for That's anything. why they started a Ameri- Family Guy American does Dad. not count for anything 
ever <laughs> unless it's a list of crap shows that I hate. Shows uh, that are better than South Park. The, uh, don't <laughs> you even start. This is an old... This is a five-year... This it's is a callback. Five, this is a year. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, like like Firefly. So when I'm going to talk about shows that we've talked about in the past on box cutters, so Carnival, Firefly, mm. both cut short. Deadwood, uh, Deadwood was was also cut short. So these are shows that are cancelled before their time. John from Cincinnati probably ran its course. The uh, yeah. and I liked it, and I still think it probably ran its course. Dave Lawson, you, you said you've you've been on two. You mentioned them uh, dur- during the news, Gorilla mm. Gardeners and. Uh, and the bounce, yeah. Gorilla Gardeners, you filmed twenty two Fs. Twenty two might have been twenty four. I think uh, Channel Ten commissioned two series straight up. They're, they're, they're done. They're edited. They could be played right now. And, and, Did they release all they... of them on DVD for that no, release? No, they're just they're, they're nowhere. I don't know where they are. And they're, they're, this is what I don't understand because. Um, like Gorilla Gardeners, it was growing each week, and it did get to about I think eight hundred and sixty thousand, which doesn't seem like it's that bad. It's better than you know, all of the breakfast TV put together. You know, it was the, at the and then they moved it to Sunday nights, and then it dropped down to I think maybe might have been four hundred or. But it was growing; it wasn't going down. And then oh, um, and the, then they moved it, and it dropped. They moved and it dropped, and wow, then to, a, like, to Sunday night, maybe replacing the Simpsons, which you know even I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> and then um and then. Then there's yeah there must so there must be fourteen maybe fourteen or more episodes fully edited could be could be played but they just I don't know what, where they are if they've lost them or they just don't want to put them on or they they didn't like it I don't know um, and that, that so that that was can, cancelled and I thought I thought that would come back at some point even if it was over Christmas at eleven o'clock at night but not even that no oh, like a little little Christmas fill in for Scott Cam while he's yeah. taking Friday nights off yeah that's all that's all I needed yeah. I mean I would have liked to have seen I'd like to see them myself because I, I thought there was a few um, really good ones in there and you sort of read people saying oh well, let's see the garden in a year or two and I've seen a couple of the gardens and they've, they've actually gone Surpri- right. surprisingly, kept up with them surprisingly and- well the ones in New South Wales there's one in Melbourne which I found t- I still find tough to drive past but um, it's in St Kilda and but People are looking after that. Um, and then, then the bounce only lasted six weeks. And then I saw it was the, the TV Week Logie Awards were on last night. Maddie John's show, I think, beat us. Or, you know, took... Because in Melbourne they had the bounce and in Sydney yeah, they had yeah, the Maddie, Maddie, Maddie John's show. show. And he was nominated yeah. for a, a, a Logie last night. So, I don't know. I think um, that was six weeks and that was, that was disappointing as well because... I was starting you, just when you start to enjoy a show, but maybe maybe one day I'll, I'll um, do a show that lasts. Well, because there, there are shows like like Firefly that have uh, Joss Whedon continued Firefly on as a comic book, uh, and, and then movies, and then and then a movie. Well, apparently uh, it was supposed to be a three picture deal. Mid- Middleman, which was cut short, which we have reviewed uh, on this show. Uh, Middleman was cut short one episode before the end. They just didn't show the end. Of uh, uh, of that and uh, and they hadn't filmed it either, so so it was cancelled after the last one was filmed. So uh, after the, the penultimate one was filmed, cancelled. That's they the never, one that's better than the yeah, last one. They never made the final episode. Uh, so Javier Gr- uh, Grisha Mark Swatch uh, put it out as a comic, a standalone comic, which I got for my birthday uh, last year from uh, loyal listener Shane. So thank you very much for that. It was excellent. Loved it, uh, and uh, and then just this last couple of weeks we saw, uh, and this is not cancelled before its time. This is just an early cancellation. The Paul Reiser show, 
which uh, was Paul Reiser's return to network comedy. Was he mad about you? Was that him? He, yes. he, was, he was mad about you. Did, did Helen Hunt get involved again? No, uh, it was just called The Paul Reiser Show, and it was, it was like a Curb Your Enthusiasm, but with even less jokes. Can you believe it? Really? And, yeah. Because he's, he's cause naturally funny. That's, like it was. Larry, I um, saw the second episode. I did not see the first episode. Larry David was in the first episode saying to Paul Reiser, I think you should do a show like mine. I think that's what you should <laughs> do. But, you know, about family stuff and things like that. Yeah. Hilarious. Except it just didn't work. Huh. Uh, second episode, he has, you know, a run-in with Henry Rollins, whose kid goes to the same primary school as, as his kid. And it's just... It just... Didn't work. Cancelled after two episodes. Bam! Take that, mm-hmm. poor Riser. Really sad. And, and I heard him interviewed on uh, the uh, US radio show, uh, The Business, from KCRW in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. uh, where he, uh, he, he was talking, this is before it was cancelled, he was talking about how hard it is to get a show up and running, how you've just got absolutely... No. Did Seinfeld you, have that problem as well? Did that get cancelled early on or just did, no. did badly? That was always... No, it did It did fine. It was fine, wasn't it? It, it always did fine. Yeah. Uh, Cheers came close to, to being cancelled after its first episode because it was the lowest rating show in its time slot. Really? When it, uh, and then ended up being you know, the, the biggest show ever. See, this could have uh, been The Bounce. Yeah, it could have. It could have been could, the bounce. It could. I could be there in fifteen years doing this. I could be so the next Sam Newman. Next week we're uh, next week we're going to talk no, about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> next week we're uh, we're, uh, we're we're going to uh, talk uh, about Caleb and who's Caleb? the sheriff. Who's Caleb and who's and American Gothic? Yes, American Gothic. American oh. Gothic. American Gothic, which which is an interesting case in the cancelled early, because not only cancelled early but shown in the wrong order. Everywhere. So we're uh, we're going to get into that next week on box cutters because I didn't like the first episode for the pilot. Well, that's what that's what happened with Firefly. That's different. Firefly gonna, also shown in the wrong order. Are you going to talk about flight cancellations as well, or is it just TV? Uh, just just TV shows. Okay. I think okay. flight flight cancellations. That's um, you know, Tiger Airways have their own show now. So. Okay, different podcast. Yeah. Okay. How could how could you even forget after all the reminders and the emails and everything, Brett? How how could you even forget? Were there that many emails? There are enough. How many do you need? Did you want a golden email? See, that doesn't no, work no, anymore, kids. Oh, you're waiting for a golden invitation? Like yeah. you just waiting? You waiting for a golden email? I haven't, I haven't meant to have a quick look uh, before, but I, I know how much Nelly loves having eye contact with the people he's to- that she's talking to in the studio. So, so out of respect for Nelly, I, I turned away from the computer and, and she's the, uh, I gave her my undivided attention. She's the anti-Danny Minogue in that sense. Nelly needs eye contact. Danny Minogue hates him? Can't, look, can't look her in the eye. Ah. Can't look her in the eye. Because she's you know, dead behind the eyes. She, she doesn't like anyone to see that. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yep. If I was going to watch one thing this week, it was it, it would be it would be Saturday night, ABC One nine thirty. Tony Martin, A Quiet Word, with Rob Brydon. Oh yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, next week on How coincidental. Yeah, next week on this show, we're going to be uh, reviewing the trip. Oh. which is oh. Uh, excellent. Have you seen? Yeah, it? yeah, I've, I've yeah seen all of them, and unfortunately, I won't be 
here next week, yeah, but yeah. I'll, I'll enjoy listening to but what you think of that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it, we're going to discuss it with... Uh, Are you going to all do your Michael Caine impersonations as I well? I can't, I can't do my Michael Caine. <laughs> no, I can't either. <laughs> so, uh, but, it's, so we're going we're gonna to talk about the trip uh, next week. Rob Brydon is, uh, is in it, along with... And... Thank you. It's been a very long day. Uh so we're going to talk about that next week, but Rob Brydon, you might also remember as the uncle from Gavin and Stacey. Yep. Uh, he's Not an, the guy from Worst Week, although they look very similar. Or my pharmacist, turns out. Also, no. yeah, no, he's no, not your he's pharmacist. Not, he's not my pharmacist. No. no. Uh, but it's excellent, excellent character actor, Rob Brydon, speaking with Tony Martin, Saturday night, 9.30, ABC One. Dave. What am I watching? Yeah, what are you watching? Um, is Underbelly on? Is it on next week? At some stage I think in it's Melbourne, on this week uh, because for the first time, Victoria was always uh, was always uh, not allowed to see uh, the fully uncut version. You haven't seen it. No, you're uh, the guy. You're the guy, Victoria, who hasn't seen. <laughs> well, I didn't Underbelly. think. I don't know I because don't, the, the, it's the, the queen of banning things, uh, Judge Betty King, yeah. uh, said no. You may not. No, no. She ca- she she called herself the judge of banning. No, no, no. But you hold a grudge by things. remembering her, like just remembering yeah. her name. I, I, like, uh, Justice uh, Betty King, yeah. Well, she's no, I didn't watch it, and I um, and I, now I feel good that I can watch it legally and not not feel like I like I have to hide. Yeah, that's good. in my house and watch. And and it is it is. I don't the want to feel like a criminal of, the, of of all the seasons that they've had. What I thought it would be a great underbelly uh, series is an underbelly about the pirating of underbelly. <laughs> that. That'd be um, Some, under underbelly. Under underbelly. Someone yeah. running copies from um, Adelaide across to Victoria across while it was on with Betty King. Um, at, well, the, at the border stopping people. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds kind of sassy. <laughs> That's um, right. Betty King played by Roy Billings. <laughs> at, at the, <laughs> no, no, no. Played by, uh, played by what's her face who was a judge in Janus and then did the stuff with McAuliffe. What was her name? Roz. Not Roz Hammond. Was it another Roz? I think it was another Roz. Ros 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 Hammond could play Justice Betty With King. Ah, oh, Ros uh, Ros Royce. Ros yes. Brett. So what you're saying is uh, you're just wasting time because you, know, you haven't got anything. You know you what I'm. What What would you watch? You know what I am Quick. watching, what? Uh, and and it's a uh, it's a, a perennial favourite is uh, the uh, Late Late Show with Craig, or Craig Ferguson. Mac, uh, not McPherson. Yes, Ferguson. Ferguson. Uh, now that's on one of the uh, extra channels it's on eleven. Yeah. Every night. Uh, Monday to Friday, yes. Uh, Conan, weird timing, Tuesday to Sunday. Oh, oh is it on? Can I get Conan? On on Gem, yeah. What's Gem? That's on a high definition channel, channel isn't it? Channel 9, side definition. I've got to get a set-top box. Yeah. I haven't got one of them either yet. I'll uh, hook you up with the guy and give you some underbelly tapes. <laughs> you know the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know All the right. guy. All right. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters, pod, cast, done. Pork is on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go straight into Toby Halligan's trotters. Okay. <laughs> That's you're the one I'm, who wanted a theme. Of, I'm out of practice with you. My wanted a pick. theme. <laughs> That's what you get. I'm. I'm pretty sure that that is not. I'm pretty sure Brad Cropley rubbing his face and making noises is not. A you know theme the bush pig by noise. That is one of the most curious sentences anyone's ever said to me. Um, <laughs> it seems like uh, actors not being paid for their work is a bit of a trend right now. 
internationally. Um, four stars of Happy Days um, alleging are alleging that CBS has not paid them merchandising revenues. Yes, and it's actually a ten million dollar lawsuit because we're talking an enormous amount of merchandise here. We're talking. Comic books, T-shirts, scrapbooks, trading cards, games, lunchboxes, dolls, toy cards, magnets, greeting cards, and DVD covers. But apparently, the thing that really got uh, the actors riled up was this when they fantastic. discovered they were um, being used in casino slot machines. Oh. All these casinos have these Happy Days machines, and the actors weren't getting a cent of it. So who uh, sold off those no, rights? Has that been Gary Marshall? Or? It, it would be. It would be. It would probably be Gary Marshall. Do you have to give him a give him a hit to make him work. Yeah, hey. oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's not it's not Henry Winkler, and it's uh, it, it, and it's not um, Opie Cunningham who who was saying it's Marion Ross, <laughs> yep. uh, the estate of Tom Bosley, yep. uh, Aaron Don Moran, Most. Don Most. And that's it. That's it. And it is the estate. There's only and, and Anson, Anson Williams, Anson Howard Cunningham. Yep. I think there's only four or five. Yep. Yep. Um, but oh, yeah, they're suing, and um, yeah, yeah. The, the quote for the casino is um, someone uh, approached it. It, it, make, it takes a lot to make me angry because so often my expectations are so low, Ross told CNN. But the other day someone came up to me and said, you must be cleaning up on those casinos. And I said, well, what are you talking about? And he said, if you get five Marions, you get the jackpot. <gasps> really? <laughs> so, um, so Marion Ross, yeah, she's, she's the jackpot. And yet she's not. Yeah, well, she's not hit the jackpot. And CBS has apparently acknowledged they are owed money. So it'll, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And that's, that's all kind of it's kind of like new media stuff. It's not even like residuals that they all signed away in the, in the but, very but beginning it's, but that it's Alan got their like- was always very uh, bitter about. But yeah, this it's is got, it's their likenesses. And this, this is something that, uh, that, that uh, uh, Carrie Fisher talks about in – Carrie Fisher talks about this in her live show mm-hmm. about how George Lucas pretty much owns her likeness and can create all sorts of Weird Princess Leia dolls, blow up dolls that look like Carrie have Fisher. Masking tape, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, it's yeah, a little bit creepy. It is a bit creepy. Johnny Fairplay. So uh, the we were talking previously about Survivor about one of the worst uh, gentlemen um, on Survivor and the, the into chap the mic, Toby. who into was. The mic. Um, uh, his nickname is Johnny. What was his nickname? Johnny Fairplay. Fairplay. Johnny his Fairplay. nickname is Johnny. He's John Dalton. Fair nickname right. Johnny Fairplay. So the <laughs> E reality TV show he was on was called Kill Reality. Um, basically, the the show, as I understand it, was about just people who'd been involved in reality TV shows behaving horrifically. I'll just but, read. But they were, they were making they were making That's a horror it. movie. I they were acting in a horror movie at the time. Yeah. They were making a horror movie called entitled The Scorned. The Scorned. And so apparently what happened was Johnny Fairplay was just behaving horrifically. So he'd take a pizza Jenna had just ordered and flip the box so the pizza flew everywhere. This prompted Jenna to tell him, you're a fucking piece of shit. You live up to every low expectation we have of you. Uh, Apparently he did a variety of things, including threatening to put his penis on people's faces and all these other very horrific pranks. This was before your turkey slap. Yeah, 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 it certainly was. And so at some point, uh, someone as a joke, Trish, uh, decided to um, sellotape his clothes and all his belongings to the ceiling. Which was really clever. That's a great prank. They were all out one night. She stayed back and and did that, got like a a huge letter and sellotaped it. 
And it was, it's a really, really good prank. That's a brilliant prank. Mm. That's a brilliant idea. So he said, how about I just go shit in her bed? <laughs> and he did. And apparently, though, he actually shat on her. Like as in... She was sleeping in the bed at the time. Yeah. <laughs> she was sleeping in the bed at the time, but I don't know if he, if, if he shit on her. He got kicked off. Did he get kicked off for that? He, he did, did get kicked off for that. And, but he, he thought it was enough. grossly unfair. Yeah, he He did. was complaining about it the whole way through. To quote him... To quote him, you're giving me a big fuck you, he said to the producers. Fair play even started quibbling over the contract, causing a producer to tell him, no, we did not think to put in the contract. <laughs> Do not shit on another cast member. <laughs> <laughs> so, what a character. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it sounds like... Uh, well, this is the guy that lied about his grandmother dying. So yeah, yeah, again. So this is what we're talking about. There was... Uh, I've, I've lost the article now, but it seems like during another scene, a lot of the off-camera stuff that happened on that show was even more horrific and included one of the female ex-Playboy Mansion bunnies getting uh, other cast members to sniff coke from her vagina because it really turned her on. That was on the show. What's wrong with that? That was not on the show. That, that didn't, they, they didn't, that didn't film get that. filmed. They didn't put it on. Wow, is the scorn being released? I I think it was so released. On e. It was straight to DVD. Uh, it was yeah. It was straight, straight to E. e it was straight to E, and then several tiers below limited, DVD, isn't it? Limited release on DVD. Um, hmm. so now, it was actually the finale of the show. It was they then they showed scorned. It was not very good. Straight okay. to DVD. <laughs> straight to E. There's nothing <laughs> below that. Oh, that was that when you get forced to watch something like on a clockwork orange. Yeah, that'd yeah, be, that'd be. Yeah. It was. It was like. It was like Ludovico yeah. technique. It was like Guantanamo Bay torture, basically. <laughs> right. Um, I now, watched it. Richard Hatch is uh, just a couple of little interesting facts. Apparently, he owes over two million dollars in his taxes. His response to all of the charges has been that he contends that he was prosecuted because he is gay. Yes. That's his only defence, effectively. That is. And I believe he's now in jail again for nine months to be followed by a supervised release for 26 months. Um, I think I think like he didn't declare his money from, from The Apprentice from, either. Like, from Survivor or from being on a radio show and hosting a radio yeah. show. And he had like accounts from 2001 and they had like a really generous agreement that he then broke. He seems like a mild sociopath. Is he, um, <laughs> is he enjoying mild. his time in prison? Just mild. Well, probably not, given he's gay. Um, and, you know, they tend not to treat gay men with a huge amount of respect in prison. Yeah, but, but, is he, but at the same, he'd time, be in a soft at the same core, time, he's he'd be in a soft core a prison. A soft core prison. <laughs> I don't believe that's what they use. That's not the technical description. <laughs> anyway. What do, you, what do you want? Minimum security. Yeah. Minim- oh, well, you, you, you would think he probably isn't, you know, uh, doing hard time in... Uh, Rikers. Um, we, we talked very briefly about Victoria Nichols. Uh, the last uh, thing that is mentioned in her Wikipedia page is um, obviously Sale of the Century. In 1995, she was a leading cast member of short-lived soap opera Echo Point. And beyond the... Oh, yes. oh sorry. She was on MDA TV in 2003 and then in Something in the Air in 2000. So, But these are kind of just guest roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yep. So that's basically her. And Oh, wait. Apparently there's a singing career from 1979. Mm, never mind. Um, well, you know, uh, uh, what was the... Oh, the Elise one? Platt. Elise Platt uh, does a lot of singing. She's a good singer. Oh, really? Yeah. She's a good yeah. singer and actor. 
I saw her in uh, Torchstone Trilogy. It was really good. So, look, I, I know we've already talked about the winning a lot. We had a lot of facts around. I just thought a few more numbers might help everyone come to grips with it. Um, number of people who are presently fans of a group that hated Beatrix's hat is 12,400. Pretty impressive. That's the night after the wedding. So oh, that's a lot of people. So, sorry, I, t- I, I forgot to mention as well, while we're talking numbers, I said 750 million people watched uh, Charles and Di's wedding. Two billion Watched. That's estimated. More, yeah. more than the World Cup. So no, they count. They had one of those clickers that they have at the front of nightclubs. <laughs> more so than the World Cup. Clicking, clicking. And also, uh, they they Another got the final. figures for the streaming from Akamai, who does the distributed server stuff, and there were phenomenal figures from that as well. As so apparently, there were eight thousand media staff involved and a hundred and forty broadcast trucks. Um, oh, now it was an exciting event. Yeah. Oh. I will uh, now. Interestingly. Uh, what didn't happen was... If it was the wrestling. The <laughs> reason there was no kiss is because it's Westminster Abbey and that's forbidden by the Church of England. And there was actually no kiss at Charles or Diana's wedding either. They, and but they clearly did, weren't in love anyway. And, but no, but mm. kiss were at their prime then in 1982. Like they <laughs> just released Unmasked and it, they were huge. It was yeah. actually probably... No, but Eric Carr had joined, apparently so that, that argument, had already left. Apparently that argument was made by the Archbishop of Canterbury, but, you know... He was outvoted yeah. by the other archbishops. Um, so that's the reason there was no kiss in the Abbey. But also, you're not allowed to cartwheel. True. Mm. You're in not. the Abbey. There's a lot of rules. No cartwheeling in There's the Abbey. The, one, of, one of the uh, the kind of usher dudes there did a cartwheel down the red carpet after everybody left, or most of the people that left. That the, ca- the camera, though, was still on. Oh, that's brilliant! What a champ! So yeah, what? And that'll so be now, on YouTube. And now he's in stocks. No, uh, they're they're not talking about it. They're, they're, they've said <laughs> they've London. had a number of words to him, and he won't talk to anybody about it. Oh, of course, I'd love it if they put him in stocks. Yeah. A random, <laughs> an oddball little thing. I found this about the the protocol for the guard for the for the palace guard for an event like this is there's actually a protocol for fainting. And according to uh, Welsh Guards Major Day Bevan, you have to faint to attention. It will probably involve a broken nose and a whole lot of broken teeth. I've heard this. But you have to faint to attention. Yeah, so so keep your knees locked and just straightforward. Yeah. Bush. There you go. Uh, uh, I think they do that in all the the defence force and probably the police. You've got to just take it. Yep, faint to attention. You can't fall backwards or. Go to your soft cock well, no, what what normally happens on a on a parade ground like that is people just drop they they're like ragdolls. It is so. pretty hard, you would think, when you're so fainting to just remember go out, to obey down. rules. Mm. Another random little piece of trivia I thought people might enjoy is that um, Alexander McQueen, whose fashion house, of course, designed uh, the dress that was worn at this mm. uh, Kate Middleton's dress. Um, mm. He actually designed when he was an apprentice and learning his trade. Um, a jacket for Prince Charles and sewed into one of the sleeves, I am a cunt. <laughs> quite famously. Uh, McQueen so no, quite no famously. La- no language warning there at all. To just, uh, just straight out with that. Oh, oh so in context is just factual. Yeah, fair oh, enough. I, I am quoting so, someone who's dead. But be, hang on, hang on. It could be children. Yeah. Prince Charles no, is I do apologise. People, people McQueen is. Well, wouldn't he have seen that the when he put the jacket dead. on? Go, inside, hang on. What the inside the sleeves. Dead. Inside what? the sleeves. What? Why are you killing the Queen suddenly? She's your <laughs> McQueen. The oh, McQueen, like Burger. Right. Burger McQueen. Right. Um, a final well, couple of facts and figure just to round it out. What? Yeah, okay, quick. Cheers was 77th out of 77 shows in the year that it almost got cancelled. Isn't and that last? I said last. You did say last. I wanted to give a specific figure. Fair enough. Well, okay. you emphasised before you wanted more of these kinds of figures. <laughs> also, Come on, children. 
The pilot for Seinfeld was met with poor reviews because Seinfeld has a reputation for having almost been dropped, but actually its ratings in the first year were very good. Um, it had a 13.9% of households were tuned in at any given moment and 26% of all televisions in use at the time were tuned into the program. So Seinfeld's first year was actually very good. I know you didn't... I know you said that, but that's uh, an urban myth. Yeah. There, are you happy with less, um, the, the Boudoum the, Yeah, no, I, I am. I am. Stop hitting I'm the table there. Uh, just talking about TV and no, the apprentice, though. Uh, what a what a freaking cockhead uh, uh, the the Donald is with being a birther, and we want to see the full birth certificate. Not get political. Oh, no, that's not, to the that's end not of real Box anyways. But check out check out check out the Honestly, footage of him from the correspondence. Thanks dinner, very much. Taking it from to Nelly Thomas Bummer. for coming back and talking to us about Survivor. Uh, she will be back. She said to me. Right, as, as she was leaving, she said, I'm going to come back talk about the finale. That's great. That's a promise. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, that's a contract. That's a contract that we're not going to break because we're not Fremantle Media Australia. Uh, and uh, and uh, that's pretty much it. Next week, we are going to be reviewing the trip. So if you want to get your hands on that and, uh, and watch that so you can read along at home, please do that. Uh, and, uh, and otherwise... Just enjoy yourselves until next week. My name is Josh Canal. Oh, I'm Dave, uh, David Lawson. <laughs> I'm to- 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 Toby Halligan. <laughs> David? What? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just don't know why that came out. That's on my birth certificate. So that's, uh, that's how I introduced myself. I continue to be Can you present that birth certificate? Because I don't believe it. I don't <laughs> believe it. I continue to be Brett Crumbly. Thanks for listening to Box Cutter Sketches again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Box Cutters is produced by Josh Canal with Brett Cropley and John Richards. Brett Cropley is our audio engineer. Peter Wilson coaxes all the bits out of our servers. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell everyone you know and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That will help other people find us and would mean a lot. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, the greatest radio station in the world. Find them in Melbourne, Australia on 102.7 FM or at rrr.org.au. There are lots of ways you can contact us and you'll find them all at our website at boxcutters.net. Uh, that's it. We don't have time. No. Have you? What? You haven't set him up. No. Because you've, you've forgotten, haven't you? Because no. we did this little bit. I'm so out of practice. We did this little bit, and then and then I'll say something kind of witty, or you'll say something witty, or someone will say something witty, and then this happens. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to, or have just missed, Box Cutters. <laughs>